Atlantis, do you copy? This is Atlantis. Radio check satisfactory. Over. Space Camp. Brother Ticket, Purple Camp. America's real training ground for future astronauts. I'm going to be the first female shuttle commander. Catherine, you're not a passenger, you're a pilot. Buy it. Do you want Space Camp? My father wants Space Camp, but I want uh, my head examined. Please return your seats and tray tables to their full upright position. Remember everything I read. It's a real drag sometimes. What did you get on your SATs? 800s. And what is your name? Looney Tyler, ma'am. Spit it out, Rudy. Hey, everybody. It's the Cannon Cruisers. I'm JD. And I'm Randy, and this is another exciting edition of the non-canonical adventures of JD and Randy. In this week's Summer Staycation series, we checked out a little movie from 1986 known as Space Camp, starring Leah, Leah Thompson. Thompson and a bunch of other people who I don't remember the names of. Leaf Phoenix, who you may know as River Phoenix. Sorry, Joaquin. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Yes, his brother was named River and he was named Leaf. No, no, he named himself Leaf. He named himself Joaquin. Who knows with I don't him? Know. No, no, his, his his birth name was Joaquin Bottom. I don't know. And then his his first movie debut, which was this movie, he called himself Leaf. I will never understand that family. I'm just gonna just say what I think. They're artists. This movie also had Kelly Preston, Kate yeah. Capshaw, Larry B. Scott, Tate Donovan, and Tom Skerritt. This movie was per- directed by mm-hmm. Harry Win- Weiner. Winner? Mm-hmm. How do you pronounce it? W i n e r. Winner. Winner. Wiener. Um, with a screenplay by Clifford Green and Casey T. Mitchell. And composed by John Williams. Normally, That's debatable. Normally we don't mention that, but you'll understand why we had to bring this up when we get to that later. So, before we begin, this has to be pointed out mm-hmm. that this movie was released June 6, 1986. A movie called Space Camp about a bunch of kid astronauts going up into space. Six months earlier, on January 28th, 1986, the Challenger blew up! Yeah. Uh, and this movie was only delayed a couple of months. So when was this movie supposed to come out, JD? Was no it February, idea. March, April? <laughs> no idea. But when I learned that and I realized that they didn't delay it a whole year, I remember I just thought that they were the dumbest people in the world because. So this movie is incredibly overshadowed <laughs> by the Challenger tragedy of 1986. Even though it was filmed before it and didn't have anything to do with it, it kind of comes from a whole other era, but. It was released at the very wrong time to be released. And the last shot of the film is of the Challenger landing from one of its previous missions. Yes. So that makes it even worse. Yeah, there are several shots of the actual Challenger before this. In the movie, movie. prior to it exploding and killing all those people. So basically, this movie, no matter what it would have been like back in the day, had everything going against it. This movie had a budget of, depending on who you talk to, either $18 million or $25 million, mm-hmm. And only made $9.7 million dollars at the back box office. of nobody. <laughs> Roger Ebert put it best when it's like, this is the worst time for this movie to come out. Yep. There's, there's no way this was going to do well six months after the Challenger disaster. Not going to happen. 
It's, uh, his exact quote actually was, Our thoughts about the space shuttle will never be the same again, and our memories are so painful that space camp is doomed even before it begins. There's nothing they could have done about it. With that said, JD, Mm -hmm. what's your general thoughts of this movie? My general thoughts on Space Camp. The movie. What, what, what's your familiarity with this movie first? I didn't really have a whole lot of familiarity. I guess a little bit of behind the scenes of how we usually do this is we look at movies from this era and we think, or we look at trailers, descriptions, we think, this movie looks like it'll be fun watch. Um, this is the type of thing we, we like to cover and we'll give it a good look over. I'd never seen this movie as a kid. Uh, you said your sisters watched it, I think. We had a VHS of it. Yeah, and uh, and he said, I remember being okay, I guess. So I decided, okay, we'll give it a shot. Um, why not? We'll give we'll give it a go. And and we, oh boy, generally speaking, did we give this movie a go? Yeah, there's quite a lot of problems with this movie, and I'll probably get into that when we get to that in general. When we talk about what we did, are the issues movie. in this movie bigger than the issues in Explorers? A similar movie from a similar time about kids going to space. I would say they're equivalent because they did the exact same damage to the overall movie. To me, at least. Um, When it comes to the Explorers, I like about half of it until they get into space. And then that part pulls down the entire rest of it. With this movie, the entire first part of it brought my enthusiasm down for when something actually happened. I couldn't get as excited as I wanted to. So it's kind of the backwards. Like the first 50 minutes we talked about the oeuvre of M. Night Shyamalan. The problem with the movie <laughs> is it takes an hour for him to get in space and the movie is almost two hours long. Both of things are things that should not be in this movie. And then when they get to space... Mm-hmm. There's no music. There's no music. There's no sound. There's no sound effects. It's There's because, no excitement. Because and then apparently recorded about 10 minutes worth of music for this entire movie and that's it. Yeah, uh yeah he really took the paycheck and ran on this one this yep so a highlight of the film i'm going to say would be the 10 minutes or so that john williams put in a john williams sort of a soundtrack of a movie um where it felt like an actual movie we were watching like just a movie yeah uh it's i i find it very hard to give this movie a lot of high points it's really hard which is a part which is not a problem because there's parts of this movie where you can see that it works they have the characters they have the events they have the general plot it has a really good trailer it, uh, is the, that a highlight the trailer definitely highlights all of that parts and that's one of the reasons we even picked this one to begin with the problem is there is no pacing in this movie it kills any sort of tension especially when they're floating out in space and there's no music so how are you supposed to get invested when they're just floating doing nothing you can't you could make the uh, the argument that, okay, maybe it's in space, so there's no music. But it doesn't matter. It's a movie. You ha- Star Wars, they have the ships blow up, and you hear them blow up. Pew, you, pew, pew, you pew. You have to have that. It's a movie. Whether it exists in real life or not. So your highlight as well is the music for the 10 minutes that we actually have it? My highlights are that I see a movie in there that I would like. And I wish it was there. No, no, we have to talk about something that's there. So what, what is that's it that, that you actually point. like is that you see, you see a... There. It's there in, in spurts of the movie. But it's two hours long. So This it gets movie out. is an hour and seven minutes long. Mm-hmm. And you feel every moment of it. It's like... No, this movie minutes. is... This, this movie is... It's 107 minutes, not yeah. an hour and seven minutes. Sorry, yeah. 107 minutes. If it was an hour and seven minutes, it would be a better movie. No, it'd be worse because then it felt 
like six hours worth of a movie. So low point of this movie is it's probably one of the worst paced, slowest, unexciting films I've seen. Yeah. And that's saying a lot when we also watched a trailer for Solar Babies, a movie I like to make fun of and said, oh, maybe we should be watching Solar Babies. Yeah. We watched a bunch of trailers because um, we're watching the Blu-ray version of this and those trailers, all of them looked a lot more exciting. There's so many things bad about this movie. It's like the characters are very two-dimensional. Oh, I know and... what I could mention that's good. The acting is fine. I, I, didn't, <laughs> I liked uh, uh, River Joaquin Leaf Phoenix. Oh, I was about to call him that. Call him out and say he was awful. As long as with the with the robot, that mascot character I that said, he brought into the film. I said the acting, his acting as a kid was good. The so, character was not. Good. The characters are awful in this movie. But They're the just act, bad. The acting is good. I like the acting. I did not like the characters, but I like the acting. This is the storytelling of the film, JD. It's mm -hmm. like okay, here's the character. Here's their flaw or their trait. So they're gonna they're gonna overcome their flaw or they're gonna use their trait, and that's gonna be the sum total of their. 30 minutes in space out of this which hour, is, uh, 107 minute film which is the bare minimum you can expect for a movie like this you, you know in a family there's movie, an annoying robot character named Jinx that takes everything literally and after an hour of seeing Leaf Phoenix being bullied by the much older kids mm -hmm. said he says oh, I wish I could just go to space he goes okay and he makes it so that they end up going to space by accident yeah. Almost killing them. Yeah. And then just disappears throughout the, rest of the movie. He, does, he pretty much disappears out of the movie. He rides off into the sunset, literally. He just goes, Goodbye, I've sent you to space. <laughs> now I'm free because you made me more intelligent. And now I'm flying to Japan where I'll become part of Too Much. I was about to say, this is like a prequel to Too Much, is it? Because... Oh, man. I think so, so yeah, the oh, characters no, no, no. are awful in this movie. The plot is awful. The pacing no, 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 is no. awful. The plot. There isn't really a plot. The first hour of this movie is, here's the summer camp over at Space Camp in Texas, yeah. and we're going to bully a little kid for the entire time, even though all our teenagers look like they're in their 40s. <laughs> yes, and then they, they go up into space, something goes wrong, and they come back. That's the movie. That's the entire plot of the movie. And then a robot tries to kill them, and during a testing that this is supposed to be the thing is I, I guess like whoever was the highest scoring one so far in space camp gets to sit in the space shuttle Atlantis while they're doing a, a engine test. That's where they're going to actually fire the engines, but not take off. And then the robot makes it so that one engine completely fires. And in only way to make sure the kids don't die, they fire both engines. Here's the thing. You and then you could have just had that be an accident. You didn't need that whole robot thing. It's, pointless especially like when he said before the move the robot disappears from the movie it's he literally left the the camp and then we see him rolling out towards the desert and that's it what why what's the joaquin point? phoenix's character gave him actual intelligence where he takes everything literal like you joked at the beginning of the movie that some if sam firsterberg would have wrote this it would have had like the robot killing the previous cast and all this and i'm just thinking to myself that would have been a better movie and that would have been the silliest thing ever. But it would have been a better movie because it would have been sensical in the frame of this movie. We've been talking about Ninja 3 The Domination. That is a weird movie. But it makes sense in what they're doing. This is just random things that lend into a plot. There's, it, there's no sense here. None of this makes any sense. Why is the robot doing this? Awesome trailer, bad movie. Yeah, but it, I'm tr I, the reason I'm struggling to think about this is because there's, a, there's nothing really happening here. 
There's no plot. They're just a bunch of kids that go to a, su a summer camp, that space camp, and then a robot screws with them. They get sent into space, the robot screws with them again, and then they have a disaster and come back. That's it. There's, this, this movie should have literally been Apollo 13, even though Apollo 13 wasn't out at this time, mm -hmm. but they did know the story of Apollo 13, but it should have been Apollo 13 with kids. Yeah. Something goes wrong, they have to help them get back. Boom, there's your story. But you don't put them in space for 30 minutes, 35 minutes, mm -hmm. where scenes that should be exciting aren't underscored by any music at all, and they have to move slowly because they're in space. Yeah, I have a bone to pick with John Williams on this one. There was, like, no score for 90% of this movie. Every now and then you'd hear, like, maybe the radio playing a background music, a pop song, and that's it. Do, yeah. do, 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 do. yeah, the Walk of Life, I think, by Dire Straits is is played a couple of times, and that's more memorable than literally anything John Williams did. This, like, soundtrack was more phoned in than a Danny Elfman soundtrack on a Tim Burton film. Well, we joked at one point that Kate Capshaw's character, every time she got knocked out, there was John Williams was, was playing music, so maybe there's something in her contract that says, if, if John Williams is here, I can't be in the scene or conscious. Because that's the only time he ever played any music. There was nothing before she when she was awake. And nothing afterwards except right at the end of the movie. I mean, the, there was a whole sequence they re-entering from space. There was no music for like 10 minutes. And then they break through and there's a little bit of music. And then it gets the credits. Like, you don't do that. That, that. that deflates all tension. You need something to lead into re-entry to build tension. There's nothing. There's no tension in this movie. And when they get to space, their main issue is, oh, hey, we don't have enough oxygen. So, hey, they're, we're building a space station that has some oxygen tanks over there. So let's uh, go there and try to get the oxygen tanks. Does that sound like it should be an exciting scene? Should be. It wasn't. How many times have you seen movies of spacecraft where we're low on oxygen, we gotta get the oxygen, and they go and get the oxygen and come back and you're like, wow, that was exciting. I'm pretty positive there was a scene like that in the uh, mid... Uh, late 90s, early 2000s a clunker Lost in Space with uh, Matt LeBlanc was. where they couldn't get oxygen and that was more exciting. That was definitely more exciting than this. The, that's the biggest issue with this movie is it's, it just feels like a... So much potential and then it, they don't mind it. It's, like, it. it's like somebody wrote out a general plot and character outline and said, this is, this is an interesting idea for a movie. We should make this movie. And then the writer said, I agree. And just handed a script with some words on and it. I and I have a it. feeling, if not for the Challenger disaster, that this would have been one of the dumping ground films, like for the early 1986. It probably would have been. And I'm I'm on the impression that maybe after that happened, they should have just shelved the movie because there's no point. What's, what, even if this movie was good, what, who would have watched it in 1986? They wouldn't have watched it's it. It's like I just said, from, from at the beginning from Ebert, he said that it's, doomed because it's yes. overshadowed because of the other events that are too close to it they should have just should have just chalked up to a loss and moved on there's there's really no point there, well in 18 to 25 million dollars 80s money yeah and the movie still didn't make it back i don't i don't have any and i don't even think i didn't see any any mentions anywhere of this being a cult classic even though this ended up being in a episode of well that happens a lot a lot of uh, old eighties. Uh, in an episode of Community, where there was a whole episode dedicated to, and that episode, which is only thirty minutes long or, or forty minutes long or whatever the, the length of these twenty minutes, mm. was more exciting than this movie. And they were just in a parking lot. <laughs> well, there's this is almost two hours long, and as I said, it takes an hour for them to even get into space, and for that first hour, almost nothing happens. Which is the big problem with the movie is it's a movie in search of a story. And what I'm laughing about is that 
I'm like, oh, this is a movie that could be remade. And then when I check it, it's like, oh, after the acquisition by Disney of the 20th Century Fox, they're remaking this movie for Disney Plus as a movie. Not as a series, as a movie. And I'm like, maybe they'll redeem the hopes unless we suddenly have another uh, spacecraft explode, hopefully with Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos on it. Well, you don't need to do that either because... You already mentioned Apollo 13. It was already done. We don't need Apollo movies. 13 with teens. It, that's all it has to be. I think they've done that with like old Disney movies even. Like Disney Channel movies. I think they've even done that. Probably. Probably. Probably better than this movie. I, I haven't seen it. Don't even know if it exists. But I'm pretty sure it's better than this movie. As, at least we know that the Disney Plus movie won't be Disney Channel quality budget. We hope so. <laughs> Let's put it that way. So, with all that said, Randy, I think I know what you're going to give this movie. <laughs> I want to hear you first. One out of five. I, I didn't like this movie, and the more we talk about it, the more I hate it. It's a one out of five. Yeah, I was had jokingly said, I like I, this is a two movie, but no, I, the more we talked about it, and the more realizing that this movie is a broken mess. Yeah. Even more broken than Explorers, which had a ton of meddling and stuff like that. Yeah, it's worse than This it. movie is a one. This movie is a bad movie. This movie makes me feel bad for having spent money to watch it. Yeah. Um, I own Now I own a copy of this movie. It's not very good. <sighs> you should give it to somebody. <laughs> I'm going to try to... I think my sisters have some nostalgia for it and I'll give it to them. Yeah. But this movie is not very good. No, I was thinking about the rating and like I usually only give ones to stuff that really pissed me off or whatever. And the movie didn't really piss me off, but I just really didn't like it. But I also remember we did the same thing with America 3000, which was the same sort of thing. It's just really bad and there's no movie it's just things happening and it's like the same thing there's it's, it's one else. of the things i'll point out i don't know if i pointed it out multiple times on on this podcast or mm -hmm. just in general but one of the worst things a movie can be mm -hmm. is boring and this movie was boring boring bad and pointless all three things at once three things i can't stand no not pointless it was just that they they didn't they, they had a good idea there and they didn't execute they on didn't it. Develop it. The, that's the problem. The whole it's the point. fact that the trailer actually makes it look good, and then you see it and you go, mm. "Wow, this is wow. What what's going on here? Why?" Yeah, the, like I said, the the movie doesn't really have a plot. There's a bunch of kids. They go into space. Something happens. They come back, which you can make into a story. But the story they had there didn't make it into a story. It's just a bunch of events. And, and need I remind ones. you that the excitement of the movie is that. They go to space, they have to get oxygen, and then they have to make it back. That's literally the whole entire time space is that. Oh, and their adult is knocked out while they're trying to get back. Which, all of that, like, we mentioned this stuff as elements that could be made into a good story and a good movie. But the execution is so bad, it drags everything down. Which adds another layer to it when you just think of what could have been a decent movie. But you don't get that movie. So it makes it worse. And that's why I have to give it a one. Yeah, this is a bad movie, and I feel bad for watching it. It's a one. Yeah. Now, mm -hmm. is it worse than The Apple? I don't know. I'd have to rewatch The Apple. But the thing with movies, like, comparing them like that is The Apple might be a really bad movie, but at least it's weird enough to keep your attention. Actual, actual vampires. Like, it might literally be one of the worst canon films ever made as the Apple. Yeah. But... But it's exciting and it's interesting at the very least. At it's, least that one made me feel enough that I was going to leave you in my house alone. That had a reaction. This one, it just... It feels like, like I said before, a movie in search of something to do. Because it just... It's not... It's not a movie. It's just a bunch of things happening. And I... 
I would put this probably one of the worst movies we watched on Canon Cruisers for the single reason that at least the bad ones we've watched felt like they were trying to do something. And this doesn't really feel like they were trying to do anything. Yeah, it just it, it's a bunch of wasted potential for a movie. Because really, watch that trailer. We're probably going to have part of that trailer yeah. on this podcast. Watch, check out that trailer yeah. and be amazed and go... Wow, that looks like it could be exciting, could be interesting. It like just a just a throwaway action adventure film, okay? Yeah. And then imagine that it's nearly two hours. An hour of that is spent with schoolyard politicking, mm-hmm. um, with bullying and such, and everybody being garbage and uh, undercooked romance and yada yada yada. And then the most boring sequences in space I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. And one of the slowest space chases I've seen since Mario went down a uh, sewer pipe on a mattress. Yeah, Super Mario Brothers is a better movie than this. Because that, again, at least has something worth seeing. Another thing, like you didn't even mention too, but we already mentioned before, is the soundtrack is one of the laziest I've ever heard in my life. And, no, uh, no I mentioned it, JD. I told you that he phoned it in as much as Danny Elfman on an A. Tim Burton soundtrack. Oh, it's it's definitely phoned in because there is no music for the majority of this movie. What's there is just like the barest minimum. And when it is there, it elevates what's going on on the screen which because it actually which, brings up the tension and goes, oh, wow, this is exciting. This is Okay, yeah, this is working on a psychological aspect of, yeah, there's excitement going on here, not just... Until it randomly vanishes at an important point in the movie. Where oh, Kate, Ka- Kate Kasha woke up again from her coma. Um, Better get rid of the music. <laughs> this is one of, like I said, this is just a bad movie. Don't watch this movie, even if you see the trailer and you're like, "Wow, might, these guys don't know what they're talking about." No, we do know what we're talking about. Don't watch it. We watch bad movies. We know bad movies. This is this is a worst. really bad movie. This is one of the worst. When I see a trailer for Solar Babies, and I wish I could have watched Solar Babies today more than this, you know that this is a bad movie. There was movie. a point we were watching where it actually said, I kind of wish we were watching Solar Babies instead. No, I said, I kind of wish I had bought Solar Babies instead. and some of you will be able to sit in this. Earth to Catherine. Stand, Stand by, by for main engine test. She's all yours. Four, three, two. Go for main engine test. test. We have main engine test. We have overheat on booster B. What does that mean? We can't stop it. Booster B is near ignition. It's going to light. Get that thing operational. Go from launch. Now! We're not authorized. Light it or they're gonna die. What's happening? Do it now! Light it! An impossible mistake launched them into space. The adventure of their lives will be getting back home. Space Camp. 